Welcome everybody, I'm Keith Ferrante. This is the Emerging Profit Podcast. I'm so excited to have you on here where I hope to see you go to the next level as an emerging prophet, as a healthy prophet, as someone that wants to bring the kingdom of God to this earth with power. Join me, let's listen in and hear what God has to say today. God bless you. Yo, 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 Keith Ferrante coming to you with our Emerging Profit Podcast. How is everybody doing? Woot, woot. Come on, it's a good day. Are you enjoying yourself? Are you alive? Are you full of joy, the Lord? Are you connected to the finished work of Jesus? Are you celebrating his ever-increasing kingdom? Are you filled with hope? Are you filled with excitement? Are you so, whoa, alive, the fire of God, the presence of God is on you? That's what it means to be a new covenant prophet, guys. If you're like all grumpy, discouraged, heavy, bitter, worn down, beat up, just racked with anger at the injustice in the earth. Come on, you need an upgrade. We need an upgrade. Guys, we, we can start with the feisty fire and the, and the fierceness and the, and, the, and the angst at what's going on in culture and society, but we can't end there, guys. You need some fire. You got to have a battle. Yes, I agree. We're fighters. We're fighters. We're we're uh, prophets are fighters. We're we're provoked. God brought us to the earth for such a time as this to advance the kingdom of God all over all the earth, guys. You got to believe it. Right now, right now, there's a war going on in the entire planet, and this is the time when you are destined for uh, to be a prophet. You are destined for this moment to be a prophetic voice, guys. God doesn't need thousands. He needs three hundred. He needs a Gideon army that will put the trumpet to their lips and they will blow and they will release the goodness of God and they will just release the joy and they will release the praise because when you release the praise and the joy of the Lord and the excitement of God, you know what you do? You cause the enemy to get in confusion. The enemy just starts defeating themselves. Come on, guys. I got a little fire today. I'm provoked. I am provoked. Are you provoked? You ought to be provoked for the goodness of the Lord to come to the earth. It is the best time in the earth to be alive right now. And yes, we've got a battle, but you know what? We're victorious. We're made for a good fight. And our praise is our weapon. Giving God the glory, giving him the praise. That's a weapon of a new covenant prophet. That's the weapons of a new covenant prophet. And I want to speak to you today about a prophet. We've been going through this awesome journey of getting to know different prophets in the Bible. Because you know what I want you to do? I want you to find yourself in all of these podcasts where we're talking about the different prophets. And if you like this podcast, share this podcast with someone so someone else can get in on it and they can get activated. They might not even realize they're a prophet. You might not even realize you're a prophet. But listen, you get around prophet grace, you're going to come up to a higher level. You're going to start getting a breakthrough. I guarantee it. You're going to, the heavens are going to open. Guys, I got around some prophets. I remember being, I was, I was speaking I was, I, I, I was, you know, car, uh, carrying the, this prophet's bags, driving him around, going to many conferences he was at. And you know what? I, I never got anything from him. I didn't. I was like, yeah, this guy's all right, but he's not great. He's not great. I don't really feel like there's much there. And then one day I did a conference with him. And we both did a conference. We both spoke different sessions. I was in the back room with him. And you know what? All of a sudden, something shifted. And all of a sudden, I began to have the kind of, I began to see into the encounters that this prophet was having. And I was like, oh my word, this prophet is profound. 
This prophet is amazing. All of a sudden, I begin to catch a different angle of the things of heaven. And, and all of a sudden, there was this connection. There was this fire. There was this breakthrough. And guys, that's what it's like when you get around the prophets. All of a sudden, you begin to come into encounters with God that you can't have on your own. That's what I'm hoping you're going to get here as you're listening to this podcast. And so guys, wouldn't we want other people to catch this revelation? Wouldn't we want other people to get activated and come awake? People that didn't even think they were prophets. I mean, look at look at Saul. He got around the prophets. What did he start doing? Prophesying. Guys, when you get around the prophets, you can't help but begin to tap into heaven and see things more clearly. I hope you are starting to see things more clearly. But I want you to see things about yourself more clearly. So I want to talk to you about a spokesman prophet. The spokesman prophet, I like to call it in the spokesman prophet, Aaron. Aaron is a spokesman prophet. You know, Aaron, Aaron has an interesting journey. Aaron was called as a prophet by God, but through Moses. Okay? God called him, but it was through Moses. Sometimes we, we get this super spiritual thing. Oh, only God calls prophets. But I, I, want, I want you to see this, that it was the, the Lord that said to Moses, See, I've made you like God to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron will be your prophet. You are to say everything I command you, and your brother Aaron is to tell Pharaoh to let Israel to go. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and though I multiply my signs and wonders. Okay, all that, all those stuff. So I, I want you to see something here, that God talked to Moses about Aaron. He talked to Moses about Aaron. Aaron then uh, uh, Aaron, Aaron became a spokesperson prophet for Moses. Some people think, oh, I only speak for God. He is the only one that I listen to and he's the only one that I speak from. I'm a man of God. I'm a woman of God. I hear God. I, I mean, they get all this super spiritual baloney. Really, it's baloney, guys. Uh, I want you to look at the journey of Aaron and Moses. Moses had a hard time speaking, but Aaron would speak on his behalf. Uh, Aaron would speak on his behalf. And I know that maybe not true. I mean, Moses is saying, I speak with faltering lips, Lord. Pharaoh won't listen to me. But in, in the New Testament, in the book of Acts, it's like Aaron, Aaron, or Moses was powerful in word. Uh, so I don't know what that's all about. But the, the, let's, let's focus on Aaron for, for the moment. Prophets can be called by other prophets, not just by, not just by the, I don't know, I, 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 I want to say this correctly, not just by God. Like, look at, look at what God did to Elisha. He told Elijah, hey, Elijah, you are going to go commission Elisha as the next prophet. He didn't go tell Elisha. He told Elijah, and Elijah went and told Elisha. Some of us think, well, I get my call from God. God met me. I'm kind of making fun right now, aren't I, guys? But sometimes in the prophetic stream, we get all these, oh, man, that, that person's really an awesome prophet. God Almighty. I could never be that. I want you to see this. Guys, listen, I got into emerging prophets, straining up prophets, training up hundreds of prophets now. We have something really unique, not because Keith Ronte had a visitation with God, but because Dan McCollum said, Keith, I think you ought, to, you ought to raise up prophets. That's what best encompasses you. And I said, okay, Dano, I trust you. You're a friend. You're a mentor. You're a counselor. I trust you. I don't feel it. I don't see it. Well, let's try it. And so I started stepping towards it. And as I stepped towards it, then all of a sudden I did hear God for myself. Yes, God did say, Keith, I've called you to speak in the prophet, to the prophets and get their foundation secure. And, and so it began to become more and more clear to me. And yes, and others began to confirm it. Oh, Keith, I see you training up prophets. And Keith, you're going to have companies of prophets. And Keith, you're going to, you know, so like there was, there was, you know, different prophetic words that I get. But initially it came from a person like Aaron. He was equipped 
by God through Moses. He would get some of his words from Moses, then he would speak them. He would perform words. The same thing happened to Elisha. Elisha got commissioned by Elijah. Elijah went and laid hands on him, you know, threw his mantle over him. Hey, you're gonna be a you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you know you're gonna be a prophet. And and it's you know, guys, I want you to just a side note. When the mantle gets thrown on you, just because you get a calling from God that you're a prophet doesn't mean you're in the office of the prophet. Just remember that. Elisha got the mantle and then it got taken back and he had to serve Elijah for seven years until the mantle dropped and became his. So don't think just because you're called, God called me a prophet, that you're a prophet. No, you're called by God as a prophet, but you're not in the office of the prophet. You got to go through the training. That's why I started Emerging Prophets to actually help people accelerate and learn what the training is God requires. God told me very clearly, he said, Keith, you know what? That person, that person, that person, they're not going to be able to be prophet. Unless they go through the training, unless they get healthy, unless they get their marriage healthy, unless they get understanding of the finances that they need to prioritize, unless they stop just sitting over there on the side and having visions and dreams and they're, and, you know, and they're not being healthy at home and they're not taking care of their family and all those things. No, they got to get healthy before they're going to get hurt. It's like, yeah, you like that person, but they've got to go through the journey. You made it real clear to me. People have to go through the journey. They got to embrace it. God has a gauntlet that you have to go through as a prophet and you got to get through it. And, and it's, it's a good one. It's like he's preparing you. He wants you to be an office prophet. Many are called, few are chosen, but you got to step and get all the way from the calling to the chosen piece, to the office, because he's got a commission for you that he wants you to fulfill, to advance the kingdom of God in all the earth. So look at, look at Aaron. He was Moses' brother. Sometimes I see that different, sometimes family members can be prophets. There can be more than one prophet in a family. Sometimes spouses are prophets. They can, my wife's a prophetess. Chris Valentin called her a prophetess 20 some years ago before I was, he called me a teacher and called her a prophetess. I wasn't called a prophet for, you know, six, seven years uh, by, by another prophet. And then slowly, maybe six, seven years after that, then, then others started calling me a prophet and I, and I started being commissioned as an office prophet. But man, Heather was called a prophet way before I was. And she's, she's a little bit more like an Aaron prophet to me. She's a prophet to me. She's like, she, uh, I, I listen to her. I mean, I used to like have this funky, funky, weird, uh, you know, theology that I had received maybe growing up that women had a certain voice and men had this more, more superior voice and women needed to be in this certain spot. And men were in this spot and God had to wreck all that and say, hey, that's not biblical. You, you got these, you know, it was just what was kind of handed down to me from my denomination. But God had to kind of open my eyes. It's like, Keith, no, 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 no. You need to listen to your wife. When you, when you listen to your wife, you're going to get some favor, men. Let me tell you, if you're a man, listen to this. You listen to your wife, you're going to get favor. If you're, if, you're, if you're a lady and you need to listen to your husband, you're going to get some favor. Like God brings a spouse to give us favor. When you receive a wife, you receive favor from the Lord, Scripture says. So, you know, if you're not married, Paul, Paul says, man, I'm not married. I'm fully devoted to God. There's, that's so great too. So it, it's great either way. But I love being married. My wife's an amazing prophetess. I'm a prophet. My kids are very prophetic. We're a prophetic family. It doesn't mean we're a perfect family. It doesn't mean we have issue, don't have issues. It doesn't mean we're all all, you know, rosy-dozy all the time, but, you know, we're all going in the same direction. We're all going towards heaven. We're all going towards advancing the kingdom of God. We're all on a journey. Uh, but look at Moses. He was, he was, um, he was uh, you know, a brother to Aaron. So Aaron was, Aaron, Aaron was appointed by God. He was called as a prophet. And you know what I love? 
Okay, so so sometimes sometimes we're we're like I'm called to be a prophet. I got to have my own ministry. I got to be big. I got to be awesome. My name's got to be in lights. And 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 look at like sometimes God's like, hey, your prophetic ministry is to serve another prophet, another serve an apostle. Like Moses was a little bit more like a prophet apostle, and Aaron was more like a prophet. If you could if you could look at this, but I want you to see this in Psalms one fifteen. It says he will bless the house his people Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. So notice this. Aaron serves Moses, but Aaron has a house that gets blessed. So you don't get left in the dust. You know, you're you're an Aaron, it takes an Aaron prophet. They have to have a they have to have the motivational gift of servant. You've got to be able to serve. You gotta love serving. You gotta realize, guys, I'm a prophet to numbers of of powerful apostles and 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 um marketplace apostles and and business and and, and leaders. God God has given me that. Grace, I love the Aaron prophet side of me where I love catching the heartbeat of the apostle that I'm partnering with and then you know being a champion of the, the of the of the of the blueprint that God gave them because apostles get a blueprint prophets get the word of the lord sometimes they get the this is the step of the blueprint we need to emphasize this is what we need to focus on they get pieces of the blueprint sometimes and they partner together really well but you got to have a servant's heart to be able to do this. I've seen some prophets that have done this really well. Chris Vallotton, of course, has been a amazing Aaron prophet to Bill Johnson. He is, I mean, Chris is powerful. The Lord told him, hey, you could have your own ministry and you could have a big old church and everything. But if you serve Bill, you stay connected to Bill, you're going to have a lot more legacy than you could ever have on your own. And and because sometimes, guys, we get this thing as a prophet. I need to be my, I need to do my own thing, my own ministry, all this sort of things. And sometimes it's, that's just not 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 what it's supposed to be about. We need to start we need to start recognizing there's other dynamics. When when Barnabas went out, Barnabas was a prophet before he was an apostle. There was scripture says in in uh in Acts chapter uh, 12, I believe it is, that there was prophets and teachers and uh Paul and Barnabas were there. Paul was a teacher, Barnabas was a prophet. And uh before they were apostles, they were teacher and prophet. And then they got commissioned and set apart as apostles. And so Barnabas was a you know, prophet apostle and and Paul, a teaching apostle, and and you see that some, sometimes uh, we we can be very powerful. We can do great things for the Lord. We can do great things for the kingdom of God. And we start somewhere, and we end up somewhere else. Like, don't despise, don't despise yourself. I mean, look at Paul and Barnabas. They they were a great tag team. Like, don't despise, don't despise being t- a team player. Don't don't think it's all about you. Don't think it's. You, you, you know, your gift is best on your own. I, I've come to realize that my gift is one gift of many. And, you know, even though a prophet gift is powerful, it's only one gift. You need the pastors. You need the evangelists. You need the apostles. You need the teachers. You need the administrators. You need the intercessors. You need the servant's heart. You need the leaders. You need so many of the gifts. You need all the gifts. Every one of them. We're one piece. We're an important piece, but we're not the only piece. And we need to partner with others. We need to learn to celebrate others. And sometimes prophets are called to one person. Nathan was called to David. Daniel was called to the kings he served. Joseph to Pharaoh. Aaron to Moses. And uh, but of course, you're both speaking. You're you're you know. The, of course, the ultimate goal is to be the spokesman for God. And there there is a weakness to this gift that you have to kind of watch out for. This this gift is amazing, but you got to watch out for the fear of man. You look at look at Aaron. Aaron gets under the fear of man, and what does he do? Raise up a golden calf when Moses is gone. He didn't catch. He in that season he wasn't catching the heart of God for himself. He was more like, okay, I'm serving 
Moses. Moses has the relationship with God. And what happens? God wanted to kill Aaron, but but Moses had to step in. So there was there was some issues. It's the same thing you saw with like Gehazi. He was serving Elisha, but he didn't have the heart of God. He kind of wowed by Elisha, but he didn't connect to God himself. So it's important if you're the spokesman prophet or you serve another prophet that you have a relationship with God too. That you don't come under the fear of man. First Peter 2 says, fear God, respect everyone, love and honor the king. Okay, or, or honor the king. Respect and love everyone, honor the king. Okay, like like God is the only one we fear. We, res- we, we honor the kings that we're called to serve. We honor if you're serving an apostle, if you're serving a business leader, if you're serving a president, if you're serving, whoever you're serving, it's like you honor them. Which means you value them, but you still fear Jesus only. Daniel had to walk that ro- uh, 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 you know, that rope, tightrope. He had to, hey, you know what, king, I, Jesus is the one, or, you know, well, back then it wasn't the revelation of Jesus, but it's, hey, Jehovah, he's it. He's it. I'm going to serve him. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, same thing. King, we honor you, but Jesus, or, you know, but, but God, we, we, we're going to serve forever. And you know what? We're not going to bow down to you. We're going to bow down to God only. And, and so you got to make sure you got to make sure you got to make sure that you internalize the relationship with God for yourself. And yes, we're there to articulate if we're in a spokesman prophet the the vision of the apostles and the leaders we serve and to advance them and to and to get the strategies of heaven, but make no mistake there we still have to have a relationship with God for ourselves. Okay, you notice Aaron has a couple little glitches. He was afraid in Exodus 34 to come near the presence of God. He needs the present for himself. And then another thing, he didn't want to confront his sons in Leviticus 16.1. He didn't confront his sons. What was that about? Aaron was not paying attention to the heart of God like Moses was. So he, you know what? When you get close to the heart of God, you got to like, hey, kids, you can't be doing that. You can't be doing that. That's not God's heart. Aaron was missing that. So what happens in Luke Leviticus 16.1? Some of his kids got killed. Super, super bad. And then what happens? Uh, Aaron has a couple other glitches. He gets jealous of the one he's serving. He gets jealous of Moses. And you know what? We all have to wrestle with jealousy at one point or another in our life. Jealousy of somebody else is getting favor beyond us. Or maybe jealous of a leader. Hey, man, I've been serving him all these years. You look at so many guys. Joseph's brothers got jealous. Abel and Cain, there was jealousy there. One killed the other. You, you look at, uh, you know, uh, Aaron and Miriam, the, the brother and sister of Moses, they got jealous of of, of Moses, who does he think he is? He's supposed to, he's the king. No, he, who does he, is he the only one that hears God? We hear God too. This is the deception of prophets sometimes. We hear God, so everything we do and say is right. No, it's because you hear your God doesn't doesn't mean your 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 motives are right. And what happened? Of course, uh, Miriam got kind of put on the outside of the camp for seven days. It's kind of curious. I don't know why. I don't know why it didn't happen to Aaron because Aaron was. Just as guilty, it was it was it was a Miriam thing. She was put outside for seven days, and then she got put back in. Uh, notice also, uh, so so you have to kind of watch to not get jealous, guys. Like if you're called to serve another prophet, if you're called to serve an apostle, another leader, and you know it's the Lord, God's taught you about it. You've got commission. Hey, in this season, I want you to serve. Doesn't mean you got to do it your whole life. Sometimes the season will change, and you'll realize that grace is gone. You got to shift. But sometimes it is a lifelong thing. Who knows? But it's like, okay, keep the jealousy down, keep the bitterness, keep the, no, you know, you got to keep, you got to work at keeping the relational lines kind of open and clean with the leader that you're serving. And you don't, you don't, you know, 
You, you want to be clean. Another thing that was the issue with Aaron was Numbers 24. He didn't get to enter the promised land because he rebelled like Moses. So there's a time, you, like I said, you're there to serve the Lord too. It's like you don't want to come under, okay, if my apostle disobeys, I'm going to disobey. If my apostle's rebelling against God, I'm going to rebel against God. No, you're there. You're there at times to say, hey, apostle, you're off. Apostle, you're missing it. In, in, in relationship, of course, and when you're connected and all those things, you, you have the right time, you're going to speak into those things. But so I, I just want you to think about this a little bit, guys. This is, this, is a, this is a powerful gifting to be a spokesperson prophet. Like I said, there, there can be some weaknesses. There can be some challenges in there. But what, how do you know that maybe you're, you're called to be an Aaron? You, you work well on team. And you know what? Even if you don't work well on team, I, I didn't have a team concept. I, I had to learn to really appreciate it. Now I love it and appreciate it. But maybe... Uh, you know, how, how do you know you're, you're, you're maybe an Aaron type of prophet? You, you have an encounter with God and with someone that you're really adhered to. It's like, man, I just love serving this person. I love helping advance their vision. I mean, you look at people like Steve Hill with John Kilpatrick. And you, I mean, I had, I had my amazing brother, Paul, actually, who served me for a bunch of years when we were pastoring. And you um, just had that gift to kind of come alongside of and advance what we were doing and be an intercessor and, and, you know, and bring, bring, bring words from the Lord to me. And, uh, you know, and so guys, this is a powerful gift the, the, um, the, to be at the spokesman prophet, Aaron. So I just want to pray for every one of you guys. Maybe some of you are called to this. Maybe you're like, oh yeah, wow, that's me. This, that's what I'm doing right now. And instead of, instead of getting the pipe dream and I, and I was with a prophet that was serving another prophet and he, he did just a great team member. But he came to me, he's like, Keith, I want to pastor my own church. I want my own ministry. And I said, okay, I'll pray with you about it. Because he's like, wanted me to pray for them about it. And I prayed and immediately the Lord said it was a pipe dream. It was a pipe dream. And sometimes we just get this thing in our head. You know what? I, I'm going to be better on my own. I got to have my own thing. I'm not being honored. I'm, I'm behind the scenes. They're looking. I mean, everyone likes the big prophet and I'm not. I'm just the guy that's serving the big prophet and I need to be a big prophet someday. Guys, don't buy into that. Give that stuff to Jesus. Get your identity from your sonship, not from the posture of, your, of yourself in the, in, the, in the relational dynamics that you're in or in the staff scenarios. I've been senior pastor, guys. I've been on staff. I've been on the core team of, 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 ministry, you know, of churches. I've been sitting in the congregation. I've ran my own ministry. I've been in all sorts of dynamics. And every one of them, you have to really work to just make sure my identity is not based on my position, where I'm at, if I'm in the congregation, if I'm main, the, the main speaker, if I'm main, the main leader, if I'm just a team player, wherever it's at, my identity is in the fact that I am his son, his daughter. He's so pleased with me. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing the will of God. And that's how we stay safe. So, man, I just pray blessings on you guys. Come on, Aaron Prophets. We need you. We need you to rise up this for such a time as this. This is the, this is the perfect time. Man, have a great day. Man, I hope to see you guys in, in things we're doing online and in, in trainings and in our Prophet Conference that's coming up super soon. If, if Maybe if you're watching this later on, this won't matter. But if you're, if you're watching this before August 19th through 21st, we have an amazing Prophet Conference that's going to be happening in Southern California, Rancho Cucamonga. We'd love to have you come join us. If you're not able to join us, you can watch us online. Just go to www.profitgathering.com to join us. And guys, come on. Come be a part of the Prophets. We had so many explosive encounters last year. Get the word out. And if not, we'll talk to you guys again soon here right on this podcast next week. Bless you guys. Peace. 
If you've enjoyed this Emerging Profit podcast and you want to check out more resources from us, you can go to our website at emergingprofits.com or you can watch us weekly on Facebook in our free Facebook group, All Things Prophetic. We so hope you're enjoying everything that you're receiving. Have an absolutely amazing day. God bless you.